This week, I get ready to rumble in the blue lock. Whatever the hell that is. And if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Lock off. I'm Kyle. And I'm Garrett. And we watch anime. Garrett, this week we go back to the well of sports anime. The types of shows all about friendship, camaraderie, and love of the game. Sonic? This show's not about all that loser cuck BS. Instead, we have one goal in mind, and that's to score those sweet, sweet goals. Sweet swishes of the net while stacking corpses on our way to the top. Little did you know I was talking about the world of soccer as we tackle the action drama soccer sports anime known as Blue Lock. But before we begin, Garrett, what are new fans going to be expecting from this show? A whole bunch of boys' dormitories with boys in tight jumpsuits playing with each other's balls. Seriously, they're going to be stomping at each other's balls all day and and being like, oh, for my future. Uh, Also, a little bit of uh, mad scientist action going on. A lot of, like, staring with spiral eyes. That's the big one. Like, (laughs) Which we'll get into in a minute. But first off, we want to thank anyone for listening to our host site at anchor.fm slash podcast or anywhere your podcast is found. Just make sure when you listen to us, you give us a five-five-five-star review. Uh, You can also follow us on our social media. So, Garrett, hit them with those handles. Absolutely. For those out there on Instagram, you can find us at Wanwa Podcast. Or if you're on X, formerly known as Twitter, always known as Twitter to us, you can find us at Weeb underscore Noob. Yeah. And uh, get in there quick before they start charging you for the service, which is going to just go well for Mr. Musk. I mean, Um, I understand the logic of it's. (laughs) Charging people is the only way to like fight bots because people aren't going to like pump money into it for bots. It's going to go poorly. <laughs> it's just it, gonna it, go it poorly. Will, everything he's done has gone poorly. Yeah. So, uh, so to go back into what we were talking about today, we were talking about the show Blue Lock. Um, it is a manga that was ongoing starting from t- 2018, so still going. And the anime came out in 2022 to now, and you can kind of tell. That it's a 2022 original because the production of the thing is pretty high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when things look so good, they start making it look like artsy again. Kind of mm. think about like Demon Slayer, where like they got so good with the CGI and like with the with the art style that they started to make it look like paint looking. That's what this kind of show does. Um, and I just want to be honest with you, most shows that we watch, Garrett, I have at least some information about before I watch it. Mm-hmm. This is not one of them for several reasons. First off. I will be very straight with you. I don't like soccer. And I find it to be a very boring and tedious sport to watch. I guarantee you it's the beautiful game to everyone else out there, especially the non-Americans out there in the world. But for me, not my cup of tea. So I didn't really think much of it. I thought it was going to be like Haikyuu meets Blue Lock. But man, what was I wrong? (laughs) Like, (laughs) did you expect that it was going to be this tone and timbre when I was telling you, Garrett, we're going back to sports anime. It's about soccer, you know, and it ended up being what it was. Like, did you expect that? No. Well, so all I knew was that it was about soccer and I had no idea where blue lock came into play. And in fact, it sounds, it sounds like a product that they try and sell you during like the midday hours of Fox news. Like, it's like blue lock. It's a mix of blue chew for your orgasms and it locks up your <laughs> silver. So Robert Kiyosaki can't steal it from you. 
Um, those, by the way, that's just a whole lot of references for anyone who's ever like flicked through Fox News at like 2 p.m. <laughs> so one thing I just did, I just did an arbitrary look on a Reddit post about why is it called Blue Lock? And the answer that this thing is getting is that blue is the color associated with youth in Japan and lock is in jail. So guessing it's blue youth boy jail? jail, youth youth boy jail, also known uh. as juvie in other worlds. But uh, all, all right, right well, guys. here we go. So just so people know that, like, normally when we do sports anime, I like run it through a simple algorithmic idea of like what is sports anime is and how does it reflect it but like we're not going to do that for this one because in my mind this is not a sports anime it really isn't it's like a high risk like death game almost version of soccer but there just happens to be soccer playing in it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i don't really feel i had to like do a lot of research on what was going on with soccer but really it really is that it's about the thrill it's more of a thriller than anything else um because if i was to put it into like a, a thing it's like imagine if haiku like the volleyball map uh, anime met like squid game is that it's that yes. kind of it's that kind of anime like it's very yes. like everybody's like grinning at each other menacingly in like a contorted way and like it's actually more like kakigurui if i was going to say this like kakigurui meets made sports okay uh, that's okay. what i say so garrett as as we um as we got to talk about this, this thing being weird, weird take on sports. Let's talk about like the conceit of the show and how we start. We go to episode one. This is I, I was I did still had the veil over my eyes because we start with a slow mo breakaway of our first protagonist, who is Yoichi Asagi. What's going on with that guy? Yoichi Asagi is in the middle of a very important soccer game. I think uh, I think it's his high school team or his regional team. Yes, um, like they're playing in like a really important game. Uh, and if I recall correctly, he's got a bit of a breakaway and he's breaking towards the goal and he's met with a choice. And so our first like real introduction, introduction to Isagi is this internal monologue that he has as he's breaking down the field. And as he sees it in front of him, uh, he, he wants to take the shot on goal. That's why he made the break. But he also sees one of his teammates coming up on the left. And so in this moment, you're hearing him talk out the decision in his head of which to do. Ultimately, he decides to pass to his teammate who misses the goal and they lose the game. And which is so stupid because it was like it wasn't even like a good shot. He's like it was like like straight into the post. Yes. And it was so bad. And here's another thing like I, I get like the the funny thing about that that whole interplay we're talking about is like the protagonist just sounded like a robot to me, right? It was like I got the ball, I need I to shoot a goal. Yeah, and then he's like, like oh, wait, there's a teammate. Teammates are a thing in soccer, and there's eleven <laughs> people on a team. Should I be kicking to the person who's on the eleven team that's on a soccer that's how soccer is played in the team sport? And he's Kyle, just like, they are very quickly trying to introduce the audience <laughs> to the like that's true. the concept of soccer as a sport. And so, like, it's as if this place. Like, do you remember the football game? Yeah. Yes. Or the I, football uh, anime? I was hoping, I honestly was hoping this was going to be more like I Shield 21, and I was sorely disappointed. Um, <laughs> but basically, I was, you, it, you're right. It was very, like, how do you explain the sport if no one's seen it before? And it really was that, like, there's 11, there's 11 people on the team. There's 11, it's a team sport. It's a team sport. we got to get the ball on the goal. And it was, like, very much like that as he's, like, mm-hmm. deciding whether or not to pass or, or shoot. And it was yeah. just so, like, robotic and weird. It was like a, a soccer tutorial given by Rain Man. It's as if a man who had never played soccer before, who was, mind you, is in like the semifinals of his mm-hmm. of his like high school season. So he's been playing for a long time. And he's mm-hmm. like now realizing that teammates are a thing. Like it right. was so weird. Right. So as you can see, our robot protagonist, uh, 
he 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 realizes the mistake and the thing doinks off of the post and then it ends up to another character by the name of Kira, who's our our, our pretty boy of the show. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What what happens when when Kira gets the ball? Uh, I don't recall what happens when Kira gets the ball. Is the game not over when the ball hits? The it post? was one nothing, but he, Kira came in and he scored a second goal. So this is what uh, I don't like about soccer. It completely out of reach. Because right. goals are so hard to come by in soccer. Right, exactly. So he's, he's very handsome, that Kira. And he says all the right things. He's like, you know, to, you know, I'm just a I'm just a, if it was like an American. Oh, uh, sh- like, humble bragging. Oh, sh- yeah, yeah, like, oh, shucks. I'm just a boy from Kentucky who, I, you know, I couldn't have done it without the support of my loving teammates and God and God, my Christ yeah. and savior. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's as if, yeah, he <laughs> was like, thank God in an Oscar presentation. It was, but you could tell this guy's good at, at sports. Yep. And so, and then you have Asagi's team sniveling in the background going like, uh, it wasn't, it was totally worth it. Like this wasn't in vain. Uh, but Asagi <laughs> being the robot that he is, is like still like understanding how passing and, and shooting works in soccer. He's like, well, I should have shot, right? Mm. No, wait, no, I should have passed, right? Because the team's for it. Right. Yeah. Kyle, you're yeah. just hearing the inner monologue of self-doubt because he's yeah. wondering if he should have taken the shot or if he should have passed. And did he make a mistake or did he make the right call? But it just turned out wrong. I guess it's just the low staccato voice kind of like threw me off while he was like doing that stuff. And no, it was very boring. It was very boring. This whole fr- like the first like third or half of the show was like very like you could have yada yada most of this like this is you could have started the show with this is blue lock see this black haired mopey boy he's your protagonist oh look at him yada, yada, he's yada. really he, yada 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 he plays a game blah 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 blah. his team loses blah 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 but hey he still gets a letter to join the u20 team which by the way to look up means mm-hmm. the under 20 team uh oh you didn't realize there's under 18 under 20 under i did 23s? not know what that meant i was like u20 i was like is that how many people joined the team like i didn't know like i the know. only one that ever surprised me so there's like you i don't know if there's u16 but i know there's u u18 u20 and u23 i never understood why there would be u23 simply because i kind of figured that under 20 made sense but anyone over 20 who was good enough would prop would find their way onto the main roster like you know what i mean like i only you i know is ub40 and i know they sing red red wine and that's a great red red wine <laughs> so we're so so basically like honestly you could we could skip most of this introduction yada 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 he gets invited to the under 20 he gets his hogwarts letter kyle he gets his hogwarts letter uh his parents are like his parents who don't even know that he plays soccer they're kind of like oh is that a thing yeah yeah the national team is no his mom funny. is very interesting how is the game isagi yeah but they weren't like oh i got invited to like the national team like they were just like is that a thing is that a really well, well they don't they don't know what the invite is to be fair right. That's true. So, because had they known that they were gonna like relinquish their child for a long period of time, they probably right. said yes to that. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Ahead of ourselves. So, Isagi gets this invite, and he goes to a building that, to me, very much looked like uh, where Will Smith joined Men in Black. Yes, outside. it's exactly what I thought. With like the little speakers, that were, like in the background, the guy reading a newspaper. That's what it looked like. You're absolutely right. 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 And who does he find outside that building, Kyle? Our handsome, handsome boy. Kira. Handsome, handsome Kira. It turns out Isagi was not the only uh, boy to receive this invite, but so did Kira. And they both enter the building. And uh, I suppose it both kind of makes sense to them because they were both mm-hmm. on highly competitive teams that made it to a certain distance in the tournament. So, you know, without um, Kira seems pretty friendly, though. Kira's kind of yeah. like, hey, bud, like, 
good to see you. You played a good game. Yeah, like, you played hard. You know. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's go in and you let's know, be see buddies. What this is all about let's be buddies. Let's be friends. And they walk in, and you, they might as it, it, it seemed as if they both walking in with their with their D's in their hands because everybody <laughs> immediately looks at the door like, uh-huh, uh-huh, who's that at the door? And like, there's one guy like sucking on his finger, like, that like that totally like was so out of nowhere. And if I'm not mistaken. There's 273 other boys because there's 275 total. Yes, there's 300 total. Because you're, you're, you're thinking ahead past this episode, but you're right. Got it. And they're all the same position. So Strikers. imagine, imagine you're like, man, I can't wait to join the net, the national team, baseball team, right? And you show up, everybody's in catcher's gear, right? right? That's what it looks like. That's what happened with this kid. And so, so they're all forwards. They're all strikers. Meaning yeah. that, like in the sport of soccer or football, if you will. Um, they are the goal scorers. They yeah, are the, the ones up front trying to put the ball in the back of the net. They're the ones that drive fast and bang the chicks and you know get all the money. You know what I'm saying? They're like, Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo Raymar. They're all those guys. Neymar, sorry, it's in Raymar. Neymar, Raymar. <laughs> Walmart is his name. Uh, and <laughs> they go, and everybody's kind of looks like you weirdos. Everybody's a weirdo. Everybody looks like a weirdo. Their hair is weird. It's not a single person with just like a normal haircut in to be found They're well i mean to colors. be fair have you seen like high school american lacrosse players now no do they like, look like that do they, they suck oh their my fingers? God, they, by the way high school lacrosse across america right now mullets are in they Beautiful. all have mullets they'd all immediately be put into a blue lock i can care that's what i that's what that's my <laughs> anyway. I, I i would petition the national the national team for that um so basically we get to this thing and we meet our i'm gonna say antagonist for the show Kind of. Sure. His name is Jimpachi Ego. I'm going to call him Ego because you're not fooling anyone. That was the point. I'm not going to call yeah. him Ego, like Lego my Ego. His name is Ego. So yep. Ego shows up and he is our glasses guy. His lenses, they're shiny. Are they constantly falling off the bridge of his nose when he needs his Absolutely. Finger, push them up. He's grin. He's wide. It's all the Megane all the time. And he has the bowl cut. He completes the the glasses guy to a to a t and he shows up grinning and uh starts explaining so what's he he's the creator of blue lock what yep. is what is this thing all, called blue lock all about so the gist of it is is that japan only i think they only made their first world cup when they co-hosted uh the world right. cup with south korea i can't right. remember what year that is sorry guys i don't know if that was 06 or if it was earlier than it was that. like I yeah it was like 20 years ago what world yeah. cup cycle that was right. i know 10 was south right. africa uh but anyway the walk so that was like the yeah. first one they made and then they've made subsequent ones but they've always had very middling performances and as someone who watches american soccer once in a while i know what the feeling is like um right. But this guy says that basically in order to be respected on the world stage as a nation is that you need to win a World Cup. And what do all these World Cup uh, winning nations have? Great teams? No. Fuck teamwork. No, teamwork, that. teamwork is for losers. You need yeah. a giant egotistical maniac a la Jamie Tart in season one if anyone watched Ted Lasso out there you need someone who only cares about himself the most amazing douchey striker and if you have that then you can win the World Cup and they found like all the strikers who gave the worst quotes probably while they're all doing drugs like Pele being like I don't know who's on my team I just know I scored the ball as he proceeded to bachata all over the floor so to your point before about uh, Squid Games is what they've done is they've invited the top 300 
forwards or strikers in all of Japanese football, and they're going to eliminate them from this tournament of death. It's not really of death, at least no. not that I've seen so far. The stakes are so elevated, but yet non-existent at the same time. That's right. what I love so, about the show. So because this totally freaking flies. Yeah. They're going to get one person out of this and all 299 others are banned from playing for their country ever again. Which is like, okay. I would be like, who cares? Like, that's what I would say. If that's good. We'll get into that in a minute. But essentially... I love it because, you know, Kira is supposed to be the, like, he's the, you know, every sports anime or any, any like, death game anime has to have the, like, the naive guy that's going to, like, I'll show you character. And Kira is that guy. He's, like, you know, he's, like, well, teamwork is, it's a team of 11 people, you know, kicking a ball into a net. And he's, like, no, the best teams have great strikers. And if you don't think that, and then they're all douches. So if you don't think they're douches, you're not doing it right. And he's, like, well, there's no way I can accept that. That can't be how this soccer player works. He goes, well, guess well. How many World Cups has Japan won? Huh? Stick it up your ass, nerd. That's what he's basically saying the whole time. That's how that conversation went. And uh, yeah, and so, but instead of, and while everybody's like kind of panicking about this, like potential all. Um, by the way, before I continue, because I'm I'm going on a tangent, but what does he say when he cancels your? What's his like? You're the weakest link. Goodbye of this show. What does he say? Isn't it you have been blue locked or something <laughs> like that? No, it's lock off, which oh. which is I'm just like he's okay. like uh he's like the John Voigt character from um oh what was the football movie? Oh uh uh the one with uh varsity blues? Yeah, varsity blues. He's like mm-hmm. the John Voigt character. It's like two letters away from just telling him, well, you you know, you have been blue locked, fuck off. Like that's pretty much what's going on here. I don't want your laugh. <laughs> I don't Sorry. want your laugh. And uh Another kind of thing you'll see is that, like, some people who have that competitive spirit in them get, like, emblem em, the, the emblematic thing of it is that their, like, body starts creating this, like, black smoke around them and yeah. their eyes turn into, like, uh, scribbles that you, you know, circle scribbles that you do on your notepad. So, you know what that reminds me of? Yeah. For anyone out there who ever – tell me if I'm wrong with what they're trying to convey with that animation. Right. So, as Kyle just said, uh, as they sort of, like, enter into this, like, whenever anyone – basically has their superpower or their special thing. They turn into kind of like the smoke monster from lost with swirly eyes. It kind of reminded me of like any, any, uh, wrestling video game ever where you power up for your finisher and all of a sudden yeah. you like start glowing and you can do absolutely anything for like 15 seconds. That is correct. And and the funny thing about it is that like, there's no like people talking. There's always one guy giving like a, like that's the way it is you know, weenie. And then the other one's going like, uh, sniveling in despair. Like it's like Kakagurui. It's like, it's not so much to be the victor. You have to like humiliate the other person. And that's what like, this is like supposed to be. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, you thought you were going to beat me. Uh, that like face that they, and they're all swirly eyed at each other. So, um, and so Asagi runs it first. He is his, his blue lock, black smoke, whatever they're signifying they're using here is ready to go. And he runs in first into uh blue lock and so you're probably thinking there's got to be some games there's got to be some stuff that goes on to this thing that's like squid games what's the first thing that asagi has to do and or be and all that stuff um so the very first thing that they do is they basically almost like a giant foosball table they unload they they roll one ball into this room of 300 players 
and they announce that they're going to put a determined amount of time on the clock. Correct. I forget if it's 30 seconds, one minute, five minutes. It's 139 it seconds exactly. 39 seconds? 139, so it's about two and a half minutes. The So the last player to touch the ball in any part, way with any part of their body, um, when the time is up, that person will be going home immediately. They're, they're fully locked off at that point. Right. Someone's going to lock and them so, right off. So at first, there's kind of like this hesitation, like, oh, who's going to take possession of the ball, blah, blah, blah. And then one crazy MFR says, that's not what this is about. And he kicks the ball directly at other people in the room. And he's doing this because he's basically playing dodgeball. Essentially, yes. And basically, like, you also meet a lot of more weirdos along the way, like, in this room, which, by the way, is not big. It's not the size of a full soccer field. It's a very small room probably size um, like a basketball court yeah like if you were gonna play footsec you know the the indoor version of foot, mm-hmm. football that would be that's the kind of size you were talking about but there's a guy sleeping on the floor sucking his thumb uh there's a kid who doesn't who's got a shaved head like a monk that doesn't want to be a monk there's mm-hmm. a large a large japanese kid with red hair um and just like a whole bunch of other weirdos like the thing about this show is that like I'm guessing they're trying to get you to care about these characters, but all I see are weirdos. Like you're giving me lots of weirdos that are hanging out with other weirdos. Well, um, and that's one. And I think what they're trying to do there is they're trying to say that like um, strikers are like a different breed of people. Right. Like they need Correct. to have these like idiosyncrasies and these like unique personalities in order to, to, to be a striker. So that's why mm-hmm. everyone has their own jerky haircut or their own like weird mm-hmm. personality. Right, and so eventually, just to kind of, and I don't want to yada yada this at this point, but like the tag game essentially follows as such. Nothing happens for like the first 120 seconds. <laughs> and then the panic sets in. And what we find is that the spl- the thumb sucker is like, um, he's like, oh, you're interesting. I like you, you know, a soggy protagonist man. And so he takes the ball and, and kicks it to a soggy and soggy was, could have beaten out the monk kid because he's the weakest, but he's like, mm-hmm. F that noise, I'm going after the strongest. So he looks at Kira, a resident handsome boy, and he gets in and he goes after Kira. And the and then the thumb sucker goes to kick the ball towards him and says, You know, he's like, I like you, we're gonna be friends now. And Asagi nails Kira in the face at the last second to lock him off. Yep, so and Kira, who was a nice guy before this, was like, Why did you do that? Why you have no talent? Why would you hit me with the ball? Why and he's right. You go that's after the weak one. He's also this is very arbitrary, and I'm like, you are absolutely correct. This is extremely arbitrary. What their decision making is, and then all of a sudden, Megan at Ego comes on the screen. You know, <laughs> arbitrary is my middle name, guys. <laughs> and basically, like the idea is that the room size is the size of a penalty box, so the the in front of the goal, basically, and the idea is that. You want to have the ball at the last second because you are the one that's actually controlling the game. And so that's what they're trying to find out. And he goes, well, I had no time to make a choice because someone hit me at the last second. He goes, no, you had 1.2 seconds, (laughs) right? Like he's like, you could have all the time in the world, all the time in the world for a striker to make a decision. And you could, but you, you froze. So you, you don't aren't striker material. So you can lock all the way off. And uh, that's what happened. So now we're, yeah. And so now we're starting to see, um, that's in addition to game. him saying that Kira can lock off and Kira's now gone. Right. We're starting to see these 
the this recurring theme with Asagi of these decision points that he has to make. Right. First one in the game, shoot or pass. He chooses to pass. This one, the ball's coming at him. Do I aim at Monk, the weak one, I whose name I forget and it doesn't matter? Doesn't or do matter. I aim at Kira? And instinctively, he chooses Kira. So we're starting to see like a lot of the show is based upon Isagi's decisions. Right. And to, to your point, they show at least 700 names over the course of four episodes. <laughs> I, re- I remembered none of them. Save yep. for Asagi and Kira and then uh, and Bachira was the other one that I remembered, but that's it. And then <laughs> and basically, like you get the idea that um now they're a team. Now this group that's together is we've eliminated the chaff, the even though he's the strongest one, and now you're a team, team Z is what they're calling. Yeah, you. they organize them teams A through Z. Uh-huh. Uh, the blue lock, which by the way, is shaped like a pentagon. That's the first yep. thing you didn't know. So Blue Lock is itself. The, the United States Marine, a, a military base. And, yep. uh, you know, I think what's what I thought was interesting was that that's a cool inflection point because normally you get the naive guy and while he's being beaten down by the system of the unfairness of mm-hmm. a death game, high stakes game, he still survives because like you need like a moral compass to right. be the backbone of the show because that you're not going to lose to the cynicism of the game. That's that's you need that character. But they eliminated him immediately in the first season and uh, mm-hmm. first episode. I thought that was genius. That's the one thing I'll give its flowers for is that now you now there's none of that. There's like no goody two. You thought Kira was gonna hang around. Uh, 110%. He's if you watch any like high stakes gambling show, he's like the sniveling character in Kakigurui, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need one. You need someone because if everybody's an a-hole you're not really rooting for anybody. You need someone to be like, oh no, that person's a bad person. That kind of remi- well kind of reminds me of um them basing the entire advertising campaign of the movie Scream around Drew Barrymore and they kill her <laughs> off in the opening scene. It's I, I give that full credit. Like that that was a real subversion of my expectations. And I've watched a lot of anime high stakes game yeah. uh stuff before. So I was at that that definitely threw for me for a loop. But sure, sure, sure. Where are you in this point? You watched one one and a half episodes at this point like what are you feeling now like you you realize now this is not like the sports game that you and i are used so, to like, so these people have been told like you're stuck here you can't go home until it's over right if you're kicked out you'll never play for the like the country national team right national team three you're all ranked and so like you're everything from like your betting to your food choices right. will be based upon your rank Right, marriage. It's why is no one questioning this guy? Exactly. It's and it, all why of are they like this big screen in the sky mm-hmm. with a nerd alert. Right. Why is he determining our future? Right, and also like let's be clear. Like this is now. Let's this is going to lead into like the big plot hole for this show for me. Multiple reasons, just like you said. It's it's not like you can imprison a child indefinitely just because you want them to play soccer. I don't care how much lock you're blowing, right? Like, I don't care, right? (laughs) Secondly, his reasonings are all stupid, right? Like, it's like saying, like, we need to find a Shohei Otani, or otherwise we can't can't play baseball, right? Mm -hmm. There's really not that many Shoheis out there. You need need just as many, you know, like, uh, you know, Jorge Posadas out there, you know? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 need in between people. And so uh, the second thing that was really weird to me, and I had Jorge to look this up. Jorge, 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 for those who are Yankees fans, that's how he was called. Um, 
the next thing I saw is that like if someone told me I was could make the national team, who cares? <laughs> Lionel Messi himself is like, I don't care if I ever play for the Argentinian team. Yes, he finally won the World Cup in this this past World Cup. Did he say that? He never really cared about playing for Argentina. He made way more money and had way more fame playing for Barcelona. I don't know. The country pride is really, really huge. True. They kind of beg him to do it all the time, but he doesn't need to. That's the thing that I want to make very clear. Like, if if Lionel Messi never played for Argentina and all he did was play for uh, Barcelona and then eventually for the United States with wherever he's playing, some pink, pink-shirted team. Inter-Miami. Right. So wherever that is, I'm sure he'd be fine. If he got blue-locked into oblivion, Lionel Messi would still be Lionel Messi. <laughs> right? Also, I, I just wouldn't believe this guy because, like, if you're excellent, you'll always be continued to give chances. Correct. So, like, okay, I'm not going to win your competition. You know what it is? Uh, just because you, like, don't win, like, American Idol doesn't mean that you're not going to become famous. Right, right. You got to have some Clay Aikens out there, right? Who's going to get blued off all the time? Yeah, or, or or Chris Daughtry's, you know, whatever. Yeah, they're they're all going to get their blue their, their, their blues locked, you know? So uh, we, but that's another thing. Like, yeah. also you can remember. How so, many, so, so, my point is like, how many professional leagues are there in soccer? There, I, I had to look it up. There's 300 professional leagues around the world, and I was like, is there a professional J- Japanese team that's not associated with the, with the Japanese uh, World Cup Federation, whatever? Yes, yes, there is. There is a private soccer league in Japan with 10 professional teams. Yeah, like. You have sh- – there's so many chances to not to not give a rat's ass if you play, play for the national team. But they make it seem like such a big deal for the show. That's the one thing I was like, what? <laughs> you know? I don't know. I, I do have to tell you that, like, I know you don't watch soccer, but, like, I'm, I'm going to push back a little just because, like, playing for your country, because that's what makes it so special is because there's so many leagues around the world that you are chosen – to be one of the few to like represent your country. And like, I got to tell you, I've never been to um, a professional soccer match, like for a league, but I went to a freaking friendly in a 40,000 seat stadium with USA versus like, I think it was like the Czech Republic or I forget what it was in 2010. And it was one of like the most intense, like rousing crowd experiences in my life. So I, I do think that he, he I do get like the importance of like playing for your country, particularly uh, the Japanese culture where like honor is so like important to them. But but they're, but they're making it seem as if your life is over. And that's the funny part about it. Right. It's one thing to like not have that experience of playing for the World Cup team ever, which is kind of stupid because, you know, that like if they end up being like a top person they're of course going to put them on the team. Well, but... Also, remember, these are 16 to 18 year old. Kids. Right. Exactly. Like, this is like. Children. This is what their life is. Yeah. So that's just one thing that was just like bothering me. Um, and luckily we get a little bit more clarification episode so two of the Japanese football union, like the people behind giving Bullcut all that um trust and power. I and mean, sure. I can't imagine how much money half this costs, like how much right. it would cost to create Blue Lock. And so basically, uh evil evil scientist has this girl like speaking on his behalf. She's like right. in the ear of all like the uh the people at the Japanese football union. Uh they're all like, this is a crazy idea. Why are we doing this? And she's like, Japan must rule again. Like she's <laughs> like, this is the way. It's the only way. 
And so I believe if we're not mistaken in episode two, yeah. the first thing we're introduced to is one of like the top Japanese players in the world. And he plays right. for some European team and yeah. he's had to come back to Japan um, because his visa was up or he had to get his passport renewed mm -hmm. or something like that. So he's at the Japanese football union, like headquarters and he's going through the, going through the, the works and, and they sit him down for an interview and they ask him about the importance of playing for his country. And he's like, screw that. I don't care about that. You know, <laughs> like, and his, his agent's like, Oh my God, you can't say that. Like you, you know, public perception, yeah, you have to, like really <laughs> want to play for your country. Yeah. He's like, why should I want to play for my country? My country's never going to win. You know, there's suckers at soccer. And then he walks by this conference room where they're introducing the concept of blue lock to like reporters and while the reporters are like us to the they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. This is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, he's out there in the hallway and he's like, hmm, intriguing. Ooh, bloodthirsty, you say? Yeah. Do any of them have squiggle eyes? Yeah. Which, again, like the <laughs> whole thing yeah. that they're trying to promote here is that teamwork is for suckers. And... But it's, it's very like anti, like, honestly, like knowing and now this is where I'm coming in with my knowledge, like. Japan is very aware of that they're stuck in their ways. Um, and this show is very like calls that out a lot. Like, you know, Japan is always like saying we have to do the teamwork, we have to do be the most efficient system, people have the right roles. He's like, but most people have a stud striker, and that's what gets them by. And like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we can't be weenies about it. And that's pretty much what like the sentiment of this show is, mm -hmm. which I find to be very interesting. Well, um, I guess like the whole point, and to to some extent, people who are the aggressive offensive person do stand out, right? And right, they just right, stand right. out with their skill. Sometimes they stand out with their flash. Sometimes they stand out with their attitude. It takes a certain confidence and a certain attitude to be successful in sports. Right. And to your point, in Japanese culture, standing out is a very bad yeah. thing. They actually have a saying that's like um, nails that stick out get hammered. I think it's it's just like a like a, like a saying they have. That's well, show me like... where all the nails are. <laughs> <laughs> and for all your audio fans, I'm using my finger guns right now. Um, <laughs> So uh, basically, yeah, it's 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 an interesting way that they're presenting like the, the rationale of the show. But we go back into the prison that is Blue Lock because that's really what it is. And you everybody gets rice and miso soup, but your side is based on your rank. And our boy Asagi is second to suck. <laughs> and so tell me what this is, Kyle. He yeah. keeps having to eat natto. All right. Well, this is oh man, this oh Gary, you just made me very excited. My my black flame smoke has been igniting <laughs> that I get to explain natto to the fans out there who don't know Japanese. So natto is fermented soybean. Um, they basically take um uh you know, soybean, red soybean generally, and then they put like a like a um uh like a pacillin kind of like Asian into it that ferments the crap out of it. And the result is that it becomes this like snotty beany. Like the beans are still are whole, but they're like covered in this goo. Um, and it's and it's it's 
acquired taste for people japanese like not everybody likes in japan even and it's if you go to japan and you live enough with actual japanese people they're going to make you eat it and they're going to watch you do it because they think so, it's, like, it's like a it's like a kind of thing that they make foreigners do so i could imagine this actually being delicious but if you're at home and you google natto n-a-t-t-o mm-hmm. what it looks like is it looks like cheesy refried beans it's beans it's boogery beans that's what it is um yeah, boogery beans and oh, I, it is boogery Ugh. yeah it is and when you pull it out it's very like it's very very stretchy they fed it to me i will tell you this it is earthy um a little a little bit on like if you ever had you know like what fermented things taste like like it's got that kind of sour aftertaste to it mm-hmm. uh kind of tastes a little burnt to me but maybe that's the kind of batch i had but it's basically like that like earthy fermented it's not it's not it's not like that offensive to eat and but there's some people who absolutely hate it and i think it's more for the texture than anything else but thank yep. you Garrett. that made me very happy but the other kid got pickled radishes and i think that he was he's the last pearly's person mm. i feel like he pickled radishes are absolutely delicious i'd eat those all day <laughs> or day um i suppose so, they're not very filling though yeah and so we meet more weirdos so we got um the the monk kid i don't, don't know his name i'm not gonna care we got uh jingo who's got shark teeth Yes, he's we, always yelling. He's got the vein in the forehead and like no teeth. lips. He's just all teeth. He's like, oh, nah, 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 nah. he's very like, nah, 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 nah. yep. <laughs> and Kuan, who is our passive aggressive kid, who's like, no, please stop sucking. You know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. he's got the long, flowy black hair. But Chira is our like kind of psycho kid that sucks his thumb. Uh, yeah. And so they're kind of like the thing is, you're after you do the first game, they're actually like training after that. Not really any games happening at that moment. So yet soccer has yet to be played in this show. Sure, sure, sure. So same, right? Yep. And so Bachira and Asagi have a practice at night, and Bachira talks about his monster, which I guess is like one of the narrative functions of the smoke. It's like mm-hmm. I guess the killer edge, the like ego of yeah. being a, a kicker. And I think that's one of the things they try. It's to like do. the boost button when you're playing a sport. Yes, it's the Nas of yeah. If you watch Nas, Fast and the absolutely. Furious, it's you it's you hitting your human Nas. Um and uh don't yeah. do that at home, kids. <laughs> don't do human nas. Um and it's great because then um they just they have their first game, which they kind of set up in the beginning as you know, this is like an elimination round robin, blah 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 blah. Um there's it's funny because and this is where I'll kind of pause because we get to the second end of the second episode where they're starting the round robin. The tone of this show is generally pretty consistent. You watch the like it kind of looks like um dragon a demon slayer and that like it kind of looks almost like art painted everything looks kind of painted okay. and it's really pretty like I would you say like would you say that's the aesthetic of it like everything's sure. bright even though it's like in a prison like everything all the blues are very blue and the reds yeah. are very red and all that stuff. The and only thing I didn't yeah. like is that they uh every game takes place in this uh this uh, uh soccer pitch which is essentially in like a airport hangar and it yeah. has an ungodly size scoreboard like yes so like if you if you had the wall of an airplane hangar and you had a scoreboard up there the numbers in the score would be half the size of like the wall and it's really funny because the every, this show is very much carried by the butt rock that's being played in the background like the soccer ball kicks it's very butt rocky all base like if corn could create the like the the theme to this show it's Indeed. all low there's no high notes no like mini, 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 like a lot of like which is funny because they do have moments where they're not playing the butt rock 
and you actually right. hear the sounds of what's happening inside. So it's like, oh my god, I have to pass the ball, and also like they stop the music here, and you just hear like simple like pitter patter of people's feet. Like it's so jarring how like yeah, like soccer is actually like a if if you if there wasn't that background crowd noise, it would be like a very quiet game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so well, think, think, really think about like watching a tennis match where everyone is quiet and it's yeah that's all it is and just like the squeaking of like feet on like the tennis court so like the the the, the guitar is doing heavy lifting in this show it really is like and like in every decision every kick it's like do i kick it left do i hit it to the right oh my god but i could shoot it myself and the smoke is starting to fly and the eyes are starting to get all spirally and you're like this kid is literally running with a, with a, he's basically dribbling a, a soccer ball right now <laughs> that's sure. all he's doing and so yeah now, i think now Kyle, i don't remember how do we get from 300 down to 275 so everybody who got kicked in the face like kira did oh because eliminated. they were in they were in individual rooms yeah so it's a to z which somehow the math equals 25 rooms. So if you think about it, this, there's a pen, there's five. No, pen, no. So there was, there's actually, five pentagons in a pentagon. There, there was, there was 300 kids uh-huh. divided by 26 rooms. Right. Okay. So when you eliminate, the math, right. When you eliminate one, one from each room, it's 275, right? Right. Yeah. Cause you eliminate so that's 25. now 11 kids on 26 teams. Correct. And so it's a pentagon, the building, and each the pentagon is consists of five pentagons with mm-hmm. five points on each pentagon. So that's twenty five points on the blue lock, and each is someone one, and, playing and, in the center. No, and each and then also it doesn't get. There's no A team. There's only a B. That's why I was wondering why there was twenty five teams as opposed to twenty six. So there's twenty six in the alphabet. It goes from B to Z. So I'm guessing. I'm guessing no one deserves A at this point. Um, oh, A team is going to be the fine. It's probably the, probably the one they they conglomerate everybody, and so they got you rid of the your best and you win the sport. Um, so we get to yeah, and so there's the thing I like about this show is I told you before it's not really sports anime. There is some like fantastical elements like you would find in like Prince of Tennis or yep. I Show Twenty One. There's definitely like supernatural elements, but that's really that's more underscores the the feeling of the show as opposed to like what they're actively doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure they might lean more into that later in the show, but really, it, as I said, it's more like Kakegurui, where there's just a lot of just like despair making, like like yeah. you know humiliation of strong people to weak people, and like sure. the unfairness of the world, and that's kind of like what the show's all really is. A well, and that plays into because I don't think we're gonna go into these episodes in full length, but right. so so challenge one, you've got 25 rooms, right, and uh. One player is eliminated from each room with this random game of yeah. like last one to touch it is out. Right? right. The next challenge is now they start playing teams of 11 against one another. OK. Yes. In like these little pods. And they're told conflicting. They're told three things. One. First, they're told soccer begins at zero. What right. does that mean? Well, Who Kyle, knows? what that actually means is I don't have a damn clue. We'll find out yeah. in 25 episodes. <laughs> yeah, like, basically. And but also the, the 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 stakes of the round robin is that there's five teams playing at and they face each other all at the same time. The last two teams get eliminated, so there should. Be I think it's the last three in the top two advance, right? It could be in that, but the fact that it's not just like one team goes, right? It's, it's, it's at least two teams go, but maybe three teams go. Right. So that's step one. So you think, okay, we just have to play together as a team, right. easy. 
No. No. The second instruction is that the highest individual scorers are guaranteed mm-hmm. to go on. So what this right. does is it it takes it it introduces this level of doubt where now instead of acting like a team, all you do, particularly if you're Rachie Shark Teeth, is think about yourself and right. how you need to score all the goals. And what's funny is that like the 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 first match that they have exemplifies what would happen if you tried this thing. You put a whole bunch of hotheads onto the same team at the same time. And you tell them that they're that like their productivity as a striker is what's going to make them say like who's going to play goalie, who's going to be a defense a defender, and they're all just kind of like bunched. And he's like they're all just bunched up in one spot arguing with each other. I'm like yes, that's what this stupid experiment leads to. No one's going to work together. That's the point. And I and I think what the what the what ego is trying to get to was the zero to one is to be like figure out who is the actual best of you and like be the best at making him the best. I think it was like kind of the idea. Like, how do you go from zero to one? I, I I'm sorry, Garrett. Like, I don't know soccer that well. And I couldn't, I couldn't like, sometimes when they do those kind of sports metaphors, I could feel it. Cause like, I, I understand the sport, but this one, I'm just like, mm-hmm. when he said that, I was just like, <laughs> like, that's all I did. Cause yeah. it was just so confusing. And it's also the details by which they explain the like intricacies of soccer. I very much zoned out in. So like, well, to be fair, I know about as much as soccer as like, I don't know that much about soccer. No. And, and, but what I can tell you is that whoever wrote this show has an even more glancing understanding of what soccer is. Right. Exactly. Because what you would find in some of these games would show it is that, if you score the first goal, you don't really have to do much after that. Like that's one of the teams was like, they're just like, we're going to just pass it around. And uh, yeah, we're going to play defense and we're going to play defense. I'm like, that's not a striker thing. That's kind of stupid. And the other team was like, you know, let's just fight against the, you know, you know, cause the Z team's strategy was we all do one thing really well. And we're going to, one person's going to get five minutes to shine and we're going to switch positions every five minutes, which is which a horrible plan, a horrible but- plan. But it feeds into their whole like because Im- imagine if you were an American football team right. and you were like, all right, guys, we're we're going to run every single series that we're out there. We're going right. to run a new style of offense. Right. Like, exactly. Why would you ever do that? Yeah. Or no, it's going to be like and then the quarterback now becomes the the tight end. Like that's what it does, does, basically does. And then he's going to be the lineman five minutes later. It just does not work that way. You just don't understand. Like, right. You have to get into a like there is such like they were so anti this because it was so Japanese of them. Like I love it because it was so they spoke anti Japanese rhetoric into the form of soccer. It's like in Japan, everyone knows their roles. You know, and like everybody and it makes them feel good to be in these roles. And like, it's just like, there's just like slime of like, the, well, the, the to your point of that they say that what is the they say, what is the one sport where Japan is on the same level as the best in the world? And they say that it's baseball. baseball yeah. And the description is they're like, because, you know, with the half innings. Everyone knows when they're on offense. Everyone knows when they're on defense. You're in your little box. When you have a role to play in the field, whether you're pitcher, catcher, left fielder, mm-hmm. right fielder, first baseman, you know your role, and that is your role to play. And so, yeah, they make that an analysis that why they're so why baseball fits in so well with their culture and why because... Japan sucks because they're so regimented and and yeah. hierarchical, which makes sense. But it was just so weird how like they just like it was like oozed anti-Japanese sentiment through this like vein of soccer. Because like mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and, and another person made a really good point during like episode three, which was like 
I know they're trying to like make us be like R- Cristiano and R- Ronaldo and Neymar and like yep. Pele and like and L- Little Messi, but up until recently, that shows the date of this show. They're like none of those guys actually won a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, and so they're right. like, so they're starting to get these clues, right? Right, and so, um, they're 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 starting to. So we have to break down a couple of things here. So they're starting to get the, the a couple of these clues, and one is that. The guy ego who's who set this all up, his examples for the best strikers, right to your point, the players pick up on the fact that the names that he give, yeah, he gave have not to that point won World Cups. Right. So so that's like a little fishy considering like that's like the end goal. The second thing is uh I don't know if it changes from this, but their whole concept is from zero to one. And right. so this is some mythological idea that they're all like grasping at straws to like understand the concept of what zero to one is. And I, I, I agree soccer. with your note here. Yeah. Kind of stupid. Yeah. It's kind of stupid. Like it, like I get the idea that like, I guess maybe what they're saying is that like Japan is very predictable in how they play soccer, yeah. Yeah. but like to say, let's throw a bunch of like strikers into a room and 17 year old strikers into a room and maybe have them figure it out. Like that's Stupid idea to me. Yeah. And, uh, and if I may say one thing before, um, uh, just kind of about our, our protagonist here, Isagi, yeah. Yeah. is remember, he had the decision in the first one. He had the decision in the uh, to kick the ball into Kira's face. And it was either episode three or episode four where uh, it was the first match. They lose their first match. Okay. Episode four gets us through most of the second match, but I don't think we know how it ends. So episode four, episode three has them lose the first match and they're down five, nothing. And he finally figures out what's going on and and how they're going to like break through. And with three minutes left, even though they're down five that, you know, they should do something. And so again, we find ourselves with Asagi figuring it out and he's, he's driving the ball and he comes up to, uh, I forget the guy's name, but a real monster of a man. He's the uh, tall redhead. Of like the Bron Japanese. or Broan or Droan <laughs> or whatever his name was. We'll call him Droan. So Droan is running Drouin. down. <laughs> and he's driving and he's got two wings coming up, two guys coming up, one on his left, one on his right. These guys are screaming, screaming. And he goes to take the shot. He's going to take this shot. And then out of nowhere, his left foot goes across his body and right. passes the ball to um, another character who's uh, Kunigari, I think, yeah. passes a ball to him and he, he puts it in the back of the net. And right. immediately he is like, he's like downtrodden. He's like, I wanted to put it in like the net. Why yeah. did I pass? I didn't mean to pass. And it's really funny. The, the ogre of a man is like, if you are scared to be in front of the net, you will never be a striker. You have no skill. My favorite thing is when he did do the pass, he had like the biggest derp face on. And he was like, <laughs> and he's just like, he's just like, his face got all derpy, like a large mouth. Back right. went, and then his foot just went, and we kicked it towards the kid. I don't know. There's a lot of things right. that like, like really. Well, about well but then for his character progression afterwards, at the end of the night, he's in the cafeteria and he's eating his natto and rice. And the guy who came in the another player comes in and he's actually the guy who kunigari he doesn't seem too bad he's the guy that he passed to and actually put the ball in the back of the net yeah and kunigari uh says hey do you want some food um even though he's ranked so low he's also in the last 
11 players, Team Z. Right. Uh, there's a poster up that says that based upon goals and performances, you can get these side bonuses. So he orders a steak and he splits this steak with uh, with Isagari. And as they're like sitting there, um, Kunigari says to Isagari, why, why did you pass? And he said, I, I don't know. It was it was involuntary. And in that moment, Kunigari is like, well, maybe that's your superpower. Maybe mm-hmm. your superpower is something that's really hard to do. And that's to perceive the situation and make decisions mm-hmm. in the flash of a moment. Right. And so I think that's what they're kind of making. He's going to be like a field general stuff. Because another thing, like Leno Messi, yes, he scores a lot of goals. But what he's really good at is like getting his team towards the goal. So mm-hmm. that there's like it's not just him there, right? And that's what a striker is really supposed to be. They're supposed to like create an attack pattern and overwhelm the defense, and that, and then control that in front of the goal. Like they're not just there, like running straight at the goal and kicking. They're like Lionel Messi will stop and wait for his like other I don't know the soccer terms, but like his other attackers to come down the sides, and then then he can figure out what to do with it. So when he does attack, he's got sides and people wings, people to work with. So right, I think that's I think that's what they're trying to say is like he's like there's more to being a striker than scoring goals, and this guy's gonna kind of do that, I guess. But la da da yada yada yada. That's that the show is 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 intense. That's the point of it. Mm-hmm. So if you're hoping for like watching like Prince of Tennis where there's competition, but it's really relaxing, you know, and only like thrill is like the nine box is all you get to see. Like that's exciting about the show. Mm-hmm. This is not the show for you, but my weeb, my quick weeb thoughts, because I'm trying to do that every episode is this is like Kakigurui. This is a high. If you're what, what you want to see is like a thriller based on like despair inducing high risk moments. That's what this mm-hmm. show is going to provide as opposed to a sports anime. If you like soccer, you might learn a little bit. You might kind of get the idea of the sport, but it's really not that important. It's really just a vessel for that, like, kakigudoiness of it. Well, so. Kyle, if I may, I think there's a very easy way to discuss this. Didn't we used to have, like, a four-point question of what makes a sports anime? Like, I was, I told you, I like, in the beginning of the episode, I was like, I wanted to do that, but it doesn't fit it. Because it's not really that. Well, they that do monologue during. They do uh, internal monologues. They do the internal monologue. They do. They, there is kind of a supernatural presence of the show. Like, like, yeah. like what's I call it? Like balls or fireballs, basically. Yeah. Like they do do smoke. And there stuff. will never be a love, any type of romantic, concept. No romantic concept. Um, you should be proud of me that I remember two out of three. I'm of these so proud of you, Garrett. This is making me. And I don't remember what the fourth is, but clearly uh, you don't. This think is making my heart lock off all over the place. Um <laughs> locking off off. um but yeah it's it's basically like external observers um it's uh there's a lot of monologuing internally and or people on the outside going like oh that person knew how to do that from doing that um and and i i would say this is not as much a sports anime as because i would think like haikyuu is a sports anime like prince of tennis is a sports anime this is a like holy crap we have to beat an undeniable unfair system and that's what this kind of this kind of anime is that's my weeb quickly thoughts and as well my last thought was like this is like weirdly anti-japan that's what i love the best that's what i thought was pretty interesting too like it's like they really crap all over japan and i think they just really hate that they have won a world cup or even come close um yeah so, you and you and most other nations on earth right exactly exactly and the funny thing yeah like going back to messi like he won recently but argentina like even with him barely got past like the second round most years so um even though he was like always the hope that he was going to make it there. Well, um, I mean, he they had been to the finals before. Like, like it's soccer is very difficult sport. Yeah, uh, a lot of the same countries come out 
And on top, there are always those surprises. Like I think, uh, but it's also because some of the teams Croatia made it to yeah. four or two in the last one. But you have to remember, it's also based on the teams because as you're, you're playing in groups and it's all based on goals too. It's not just like if you win or lose, it's how much you beat someone by. So if you play and you beat all your teams one nothing, you could still be a lower ranked person because Croatia came in and beat their other team five nothing, right? Like, yeah, this show might be weirdly anti Japan, but I think you're weirdly anti soccer. Oh man, do I hate soccer? It's just like I said, take away the butt rock and it's just. That's someone running on the grass. I the think you need to go to a stadium and sing along drunkenly with other fans. Well, I did run. enjoy the movie Green Street Hooligans, but like, oh, I'm forever blowing bubbles. I thought you say you enjoyed the big green, which I've never seen. Another good soccer movie. Definitely a must watch. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're going to ask the two questions we ask every week. Uh, the first one is, will you keep watching knowing what you've seen so far? It's a so far it's in it's ongoing. It started last yeah. year, so there's probably plenty of blue lock to be found. Uh, would you uh, I here? was moderately interested, uh, but with everything going on in life, I will not be carving out uh, space for this. Yeah. Um, and the last one is what we're going to do every week, which is the Weeb and Noob score. Weeb and Noob score is not uh, if a show is good or bad. Please watch all anime all the time. Uh, what we're really uh, deciding is our excitement for you to watch based on our ideas, our our presence, our our identities as fans. Like I, as a longtime fan, will tell you this is important to your overall catalog, this is important to your library and to overall digest. Uh, for for Garrity speaking to a new time fan, is it hard to get into? Is it you know, this is something that might turn off some viewers. And so for me, uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm really thinking about this. I'm gonna give this in an, an eight. Um, I think aesthetically it's really nice. Whoa, I think I think whoa, the whoa. yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too enthused by it. I think mainly because what drives sports anime, it, it leaned too much on both sides, right? But it doesn't do what both do well, which is character development. And I had zero interest or like if you if all of a sudden, oh no, Bachira got locked or locked off or whatever, I wouldn't have cared. It's the same thing with anybody else in that team. If 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 like the, if the show ended three episodes later because Asagi didn't score the right goal, I wouldn't have cared. Like there's no like I don't feel anything. And that's what sports anime is supposed to make you do is like you're supposed to feel like you're on the team and you care about each character as they develop and as they grow. And I don't feel like anything for these weirdos that are on the team. Um mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's too early in the season. Uh, maybe it needs a little bit longer to develop, but I'm not just not there yet. So I'm going to give it an eight. But I think right. aesthetically, it's beautiful. Like it's a really pretty anime. The music's really fun, and I like the tenseness of it. So eight, yeah. eight all the way. Which one? Uh, I'm going to go a little lower than that. Yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Um, aesthetically, it was fine. Looked modern. It was nice. It moved along. Um, I just I'm not I, I I'm not the biggest fan of soccer that's not to say i'm not a fan of soccer what i'm saying is is that i'm not claiming to know a lot like i will legitimately watch four to five premier league games a year i will definitely watch when the u.s team is like cycling in for like the world cup i'll have it on tv i will do these things but even with that limited knowledge i just find like the concept so absurd like for me yeah what would make this show great is if somewhere around episode six or seven, this like whole project blows up and they're <laughs> actually like being trained to be like assassins or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's there. It's under the guise of learning the things to become this, but it becomes something totally different. That to me would like mm. hook me in and be like, did not see that coming. 
I agree. Know? I think it because it wants to be both a sports anime and a, and a high risk gambling anime kind of thing. It doesn't do either, and I think soccer is a poor a poor vessel for that. If you're uh, gonna yes, I think that's a really good statement. I think that you can combine those two, but but how they're doing it is very poorly executed. Because soccer is not is not like super physical. Like it does have physicality yeah. to it. It's not like super physical. You're not being yeah. violent with someone else. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm gonna yeah. drop my score. We're going down to a six and a half because when I really Jared, you've never like honestly, when was the last time you gave a six point five? Uh I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just tired this week and I'm extra cranky pants. Lock but... off, Garrett. Just lock off. <laughs> well, no, like because when I really think about it and you say like if if someone was like, Yeah, I'd like to watch anime, should I watch this? I wouldn't say yes. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I wouldn't say yeah. yes. Like I would say yes to, um, I what not blindfold. Uh, what's it called? I shield twenty one. I shield twenty one because I'd be like, this is freaking absurd. Yeah, even it's though, absurd but fun. Like that's even the point. Like, I shield twenty one is not like, it's not like high level television, right? right? It's at least absurdly entertaining. It's fun. Like I'm having fun, it's and, fun. The char- and the characters. This make is sense. not fun. Yeah. It's not particularly it's interesting. stressful. Weirdly, it's like weirdly stressful. That's what I thought about it. For so soccer. yeah, you know what? Six point five. I thought you were like, you not... know what? Five. Let's keep this sucker sinking to the bottom. That's what <laughs> I was thinking we were gonna do. Well, you know what? Garrett, I think has officially told this show to lock off. So what we're gonna do is uh, say what we end the night and say, uh, let us hear your thoughts. Is Blue Lock the type of sports anime fun that you always uh, that we rely on as a as a backbone of this show? Do you like it for its physicality, its stress, their thrillerness, its, its aesthetic, or do you think it was too weird for a show about soccer and the the plot holes were too big to, to overcome? Uh, you can follow us on our host uh, on our. Um, social media including on twitter at we wonder to our new and on uh and on uh twitter instagram at one podcast wow i'm having trouble uh you can also follow us on our host at anchor.fm slash one podcast or really anywhere your podcast is found make sure when you do you give us a what game you give us a five-star review which is approximately two more stars than you should be giving this show <laughs> and it really helps us out elevates our show and make sure that we don't lock off the uh the the, the podcast world so as we end for the night, Garrett, what are your final thoughts on Blue Lock? It ain't a soccer show if there's not a guy yelling. Boo! Yeah, like all the there's no vuvuzelas. If there's no vuvuzelas, oh, right, we can all live without vuvuzelas. Right? <laughs> That's a dark time in our history. So we're all going to be uh, donning our squiggly eyes and our black smoke. We're going to be putting on our tight soccer outfits. We're all going to be eating natto just to keep ourselves alive. All in all, I wish you all fantastic. See you later. Bend it like Beckham. more joy than your own goals. Live only for that glorious moment. And if you can't, then you're no striker at all. I... I am a striker!